What's good, people? Uncle Hotep, back again. Episode 14. It's Tuesday. I don't know when y'all listen to this, but uh, it's Thirsty Tuesdays. Well, they used to have Thirsty Thursdays. But I, don't, I don't know if the Thirsty Tuesdays work. Or tired, it's probably tired Tuesday because you, you, you got your, you're trying to get your legs back under you after Monday. So Tuesday, you try to get back in. I work from home on Tuesday, so it ain't no big deal for me. But <laughs> it's a good, it's it's a good day for me. What y'all been doing? Got a lot of stuff going on, man. A lot of stuff every week, every week. A lot of stuff going on. They had the Brexit vote. If you don't well know, that's. England uh, voted, people of England, Britain, the UK, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> well, England, Britain, voted to whether they're going to remain or leave the EU. People of England have spoken and said, we're getting the hell out of the EU. <laughs> and this is, has ramifications everywhere, man, the markets. The, the politics, the whole nine yards. Everybody's going crazy because the Brit the people of Britain said, gave the middle finger to the globalists and said, we're not taking your BS anymore. Now, the people that were wanted to remain in the EU, I guess they wanted to keep things kosher, keep things as they were because they've been... I guess it's been over like 20 years. It, it started as something else, but then it, it, it changed into the EU. So it's been a, like a slowly glow, uh, uh, evolving thing. But it wasn't, it didn't start as the EU, but it's been around for like 20 years. So I guess some people wanted that's a little security. But uh, Lately, I've, it, the problem is if I've been listening to BBC, they, they've been going on it all <laughs> the last every day since then. It's been a madhouse. And the primary reason I think the, the leave people are is is immigration. And how that affects jobs, not unlike how it is in the States, but it's a little slower process in here in the States. But. It wasn't all I, I, I guess because we got a we got bigger landmass in different states and some people will see it differently and not as affected as others, but it was all about immigration. Um now the EU has I think they have this membership where everybody in the membership you can travel to different parts of the EU. So once these the immigrants from like Syria and North Africa in Iraq, all these uh, refugees, they get to, they can just get to Europe. They they good. And they they can start floating. They just run out. They run to different countries and see wh who has the best gimme dats. And whoever has the best gimme dats, they good. So some people going to Germany. Some people going to England. You know what I mean? But what does that do to the people that have been living there? The natives that have been living there for decades and, and centuries. You know what I mean? You're putting uh, new people into uh, a place that they've never been, and the, the 
they bring their culture along with them. They don't just automatically assimilate into the new the new surrounding country culture. They do their own thing. And and it's it is it was bound to cause turmoil. Like some you have a lot of turmoil in Germany and uh in Italy and London and France. And the people of England got tired of it. I, I, I got to give my salutes to England. I got to give my salutes to the people of England, man. I mean, y'all stood up and said, screw y'all. We'll, we're willing to bite the bullet in the face of adversity. Because you know, the banks, the bankers are going to play some tricks. The bankers are going are, are gonna to jimmy the, the, the stock market. You know what I mean? And pull some kind of levers to punish these cats. But they said, man, we'd rather have our national sovereignty, man. I mean, you should be able to control your borders to uh, uh, a nice, uh, sustainable immigration. Not just have, you know what I mean? Not have, this to say, you we accept 50,000 people, new people a year. And not just say, hey, open borders, anybody can come in. And then you just get flooded. And then your, your 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 health resources are flooded up, your job market starts to scare up, your housing starts to scare up. It, it it's it it's it's a catastrophe. Um, if you ask me, this whole thing was this whole <laughs> this whole immigration thing was planned. Like I don't know. I think I might have touched this in early, early podcast, but to have take out Libya. And basically turn Syria upside down. Those people got to go somewhere, man. Not everybody's going to fight them. And plus, when you start offering these people, hey, man, you can take refuge over here. I don't understand why they can't go to Saudi Arabia. They can't go to Jordan. They, you know what I mean? These, 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 these people will pass. Whether they're Muslim or not, they don't make no difference. But the people of Syria and Libya and, and North Africa, they all pass all these other countries just walk all, all the way through the Middle East and just to get to Europe. Saudi Arabia got like a a, 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 a tent city that can house like, I don't know, like a million people. They walk right by it. <laughs> walk right, right, right by it. Just to get to Europe and this, you know what I mean? Get over to Italy. They get over to Italy. They just, they can beat feet everywhere. You got all the European countries terrified. Got some open up, closed, try and put up makeshift borders real quick, trying to stop the flow of immigration. I mean, if you're a native of the country, of course, you should see that. You should have looked like that. I don't know why. See, the American public is so hard headed and simple. I mean, some are, are, are thinking that way, evidently, thanks to the rise of Trump, but. I don't see why you can't see that's a problem, and and uh, I'll get into it later. But you have the nignogs and the shines are asking, "Oh, the uh, white men don't want to live near brown and black people so much that he's willing to wreck his economy." They, they're that racist. What are you guys talking about? Box didn't run in South Africa, didn't run the white man out of South Africa. You can't play it both ways. 
And if that's the case, why are they running up there to live live there? You know what I'm saying? You can't say that these white people are so racist then run running to live with them, live right next to them. That don't make no sense to me. Now I'm not saying I, I blame these these refugees for leaving. I mean, if you if you ain't gonna fight for your country, you got a whole ass. You gotta do something. But I'm not running just to just to get some gimme dats. And some of these guys, they're fighting age anyway. Some of these people are like the actual terrorists. Just said, "Fuck, screw it. I'm tired of Russia, Putin dropping the bombs on me. I'm gonna head up Europe and just take take a couple years off of jihadin, jihadian. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't blame them for doing that. Except for the men, you know what I mean? The fighting age men, man, you guys got, you got, you got to pick up an arm and do something, pick size something, man. You know what I mean? But I'm not running to uh, calling the Europeans, the white man, this or that, and then crying and live right next to them. Then crying when they're tired of it, they don't want their country overrun. I mean, it, it's simple mathematics. You import enough of them and they outbreed you. It's going to become London or something like that. You know what I mean? You're going to have mosques on every corner and you have everything. It's going to be, it's going to be their town. So you rather have them do it this way instead of in the streets and people a whole bunch of beating, getting killed. You know what I mean? Because if it don't work this way, if they don't get what they want this way, it's going to, end up leading to violence and then you're going to have a whole bunch of innocent people getting killed and this that and the third so if you rather have them try to do it the diplomatic way and because that's a little bit more uh courteous and, and and uh what's the word for it humane than out and out street fights and, and, and riots and brawls in which it might end up leading down. It might lead down that place anyway, but you should try to avoid it as long as possible. Now you got Merkel shitting in her pants. I don't know why Germany hasn't got her got her out the paint yet. You know, Germany is the, the de facto leader of the EU. You know what I mean? They, they, they're the boss economy. She needs to go. Ruin Jeremy, ruined Jeremy, and like it shows, man, that her then the Germany was the start of this immigration fiasco. Them opening up the borders and this letting hundreds of thousands of people in, like it's ridiculous. Cameron put his papers in. He said he can't leave England. He can't leave Britain to. Their uh, ways out of the EU. I think it's supposed to be like a two-year process, but I've been listening to today. Looks like the EU, the one they want them to get out as quickly as possible, <laughs> and uh, we'll see. I mean, they need each other, man. They, they can't start putting tariffs like what, it's not going to benefit Germany. Put tariffs on because Germany has to sell cars to England. You know what I mean, Britain, and vice versa. So putting tariffs is going to lay off a whole bunch of workers in Germany. You know what I mean? So they need each other, man. So they're hopefully they work out a deal in big ups to Britain for uh, sticking it to the globalist man and, 
and and I'm proud of y'all. They, y'all had one job and, and y'all did it. And uh, the bull Nigel is happy as hell, man. <laughs> there hasn't been a, a a guy hasn't took a win this this big in a long time. Um, we'll see. Now to tie into that, the BET Awards. They uh, I don't know when it took place, but they uh, showed it Sunday and. I just give my view. I usually don't watch BET Awards. I swear to, swear to goodness, man. I haven't watched one of these in years, man. I, I don't even watch the replays, man. I don't really, like I said, I don't really watch television. Um, like, I watch basketball, and that's basically it. I don't even watch, I watch that. I watch the Sixers, you know what I mean? I'm a Sixer fan, but I don't even watch, I watch a little bit of football, but I don't even watch football like that anymore. You know what I mean? I'm not watching the Broncos, but. If I catch them, I catch them. If I don't, I don't. I try to watch too much TV. But looking on the timeline, people was hype about it. Then the bull pops in. I was like, I thought I said, I'm not, I ain't watch. I ain't, I don't care. And he's like, you missing out. I was like, oh man, I'm thinking about it. Then then they're having the uh, they had the Prince tribute tonight. They've been hyping up this Prince tribute since Prince died. They were going to do a proper tribute because. All the quote-unquote white award shows or the, the mainstream award shows didn't do him justice. So uh, I was like, let me tune in and see what's popping with this uh, BET award show. And uh, uh, first uh, thoughts on it: it was uh, it was better run than uh, is usually uh, it's been in the, the past couple ones I've seen, the ones I've watched in in the past. It looked like they stepped up their uh, their production game for the um for the awards show uh it had the the two actors of blackish tracy ellis ross and uh i want this guy to say the guy's name is anthony anderson um they they did a pretty good job of hosting um <laughs> tracy tracy's uh something good to look at so it, she's pretty good eye candy and uh anthony's pretty funny there's one show I, I I I've watched on uh, on Hula, but I haven't I haven't only watched the first season, so I I don't know if it's on season two. But Blackish is a pretty decent show. It's not outright coonery that they they usually get on uh, black television on on the networks, but it is pretty good. Uh, some wholesome uh, family entertainment, but uh, they did a pretty good job of hosting. Um, but like I was tying in with EU, as soon as they started, man, listen, I kid you not. In the first hour of the show, they shilled for Hillary Clinton in this upcoming election so hard it was ridiculous. Like four consecutive times, like three three different people. And one person did it twice. No, it was just four different people talking about you guys got to remember, go out to vote because they they talked about Brexit and, and saying, hey, man, if you want a result that you're not going to get, you better get out and do your thing. You better get out and vote. Imply, first thing my problem was implying that the results of Brexit was a bad decision. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand it. The natives of, of England wanted it. So why did why is it a bad decision? It was bad for the globalists and the liberal media. Maybe. Apparently. Of course. 
but it's not bad for the people of England. That re- that really pissed me off. That's what I was like, hey, come on, man. That's the first guy who came off the bat and said that. And Tracy. Lucky she's so pretty, man. I'd have cussed her stone, stone cold out if I was out there, if I was in that crowd. She talking about, oh, you know, women are, are the leading voters in, in, in the United States. So if it's up to me, Hillary's going to be in in November. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is what I understand. Hillary has moved away from this platform of, Voting for me because I'm a woman because nobody wants to hear that, especially the men. Nobody's going to be like, I'm just going to vote, vote for you because you're a woman. The American people got burned last time out voting for Brock just because he was black. You can say what you want. Everybody, I mean, some people love Barry, some people don't. I'm indifferent to him. I mean, his foreign policy stinks. I already, I think I discussed this already. I mean, it's. Is domestic policy <laughs> probably stinks as well, but I mean, you're gonna say, I mean, he's only doing what the people told him. I mean, yeah, maybe I, I get that, then yeah, I get that, I really do get that. But sometimes you gotta stick your neck out in line for your brothers, your, 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 your kinfolk. Evidently, we're not his kinfolk, he don't got no slave blood in him, so he's he's nearly not our kinfolk. Like Ben Carson said, well, that's another story. But as far as swag, he's got more swag than Clinton. And you thought Clinton swagged out the White House. I mean, he's built, I mean, Obama is taking swag to another level. As if that counts, but it counts in the Akata culture, the Akata community. The African American community, the Nignan community—that's where swag counts. So, the, I think the American people already got burned just voting for. They're not going to vote for Hillary. Just they shouldn't vote for Hillary just because of the woman, because I think I feel that most of the American public, the majority of the American public, feels they got burned voting for a brother just to vote for a brother. I mean, whether it's true or not. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's just my feeling. So Tracy went out on her limb, so talking about she going to vote for Hillary, and it, it was just more shilling, man. I can't believe the the amount of shilling they did. Hillary must have paid buku bucks for the the free advertisement they were getting. They were basically trying to instill fear. And saying even um I think it was Nia Long or not Nia Long it was the, it was the girl from Empire talking about if y'all don't think he he won't win he can win and then we're gonna be all screwed up y'all gonna be screwed up if Hillary get in I don't understand it why y'all keep thinking like that man I don't know why black folks think like that man I don't want to get into this Hillary thing I'm just talking about the awards but come on. She know what she going to do, man. She going to get all her contracts back with them private-owned prisons and throw your black asses back in jail. They're going to have to stop this all this violence coming on. In Chicago and these others, where they, where you think how she going to stop that? She going to go, she going to go back super predator on your asses. She going to bring back super predator Hillary. <laughs> and she going to lock she going to lock the Akatas up, lock the Nignogs up, lock up the shines. 
and y'all be back to square one, messing with Hillary Clinton. I don't understand it, man. If if you couldn't get something out of your first black president or second, what makes you think you're going to get something out of your your first black woman president, <laughs> Hillary Clinton? What makes you all think you're going to get something out of that? It's a scare tactic. Listen, just use your mind, man. If the elites are trying to tell scare y'all to vote for Hillary, man, do the exact opposite. You only got two choices. Do the opposite or don't vote. Do the opposite. That's all you got to do. And then the boy Jesse Williams, light-skinned brother from a white mother. <laughs> He's uh, from Grey's Anatomy fame. I think he's actually a Temple grad. Um, I think he got into teaching first and then uh, got into Hollywood. I don't know. I, I, didn't read, I haven't read too much of background on him. He lit these Negroes on fire. He lit them on fire. He came up with a speech and everybody's going crazy about it. Everybody's talking about it. They're still talking about it. The memes are flying. And he seems to be, he seems to struck a chord with the, the black community. Now, the gist of his speech was we're tired of being shot and killed and, and we got to do something about it. And all this money that we have out here is not doing anything if we're still getting uh, mistreated. And this, that, and the third, and why we're buying labels, and why we're supporting these labels of these people that they're doing this to us. We gotta do something. We gotta take a stand. If we, if you got all this money, you're not helping helping out the community. Ain't worth nothing. Shines have erupted. Now I, 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 I get, I'll give him credit. I mean, um, it was a good speech. Uh, people, people were, I mean. You know, the African-American Negro goes overboard everything. Um, <laughs> people are putting it up there with Martin Luther King speeches. and it, I mean, I'm just telling you, man. It was just, it was just, yo, they went wild with it. Um, it's nothing I haven't heard in the hotel community, but that, that's a different story. Um, but he, he, another thing he did, he, he backed the, uh, yeah, back our black woman, he said, uh, are important. So, you know, him being light-skinned and him being married to a white woman, a black woman, sorry. You know, they took it and ran with it. So, and this is the thing about the black community, um, and which I don't get how these black feminists have a leg to stand on. The black community is run by the black woman. Y'all can say what you want. The black woman lives longer than the black man. The black man, the black, the woman is the first bearer of culture onto the children. So what they say goes. So when they reacted like this was the greatest thing since sliced bread, since Malcolm X, since MLK. You know, the black male was far behind that saying, yes, it was great. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, so many yeses, so many yeses all night, all over Twitter. Like I said, the memes is fine. 
But how do these black feminists say, say something like this, like patriarchy is infecting the black community when it's obvious the black woman runs the black community? Now, I don't have a problem with the guy. With, like I said, I was in a problem with the guy said I, I appreciate it. Um, but uh, you have to take action. You can't just like, yes. And they actually, they actually try to say, oh, he almost went a little hotep just because he said something about people buying brands. It's like you guys want, you guys want your cake and eat it too. Do you want your own shit or do you want to, you want your own shit, but able to still be in Givenchy wear and stuff like that. You still want to wear the European clothing. <laughs> you want that fancy European wear, but you want to be pro-black at the same time. I mean, come the hell on with that shit, man. Y'all gotta stop with that bullshit, man. <laughs> so y'all, y'all, he he didn't go peak hope tap like uh, like anybody else would. But hey, I'm not gonna get into the colorism or anything like uh, else like that. I will say the fact that he's uh, probably a handsome looking man to all the ladies probably made his message a little bit more clear and made more more available readily. Uh, you can say it was done at the BT Wars and he, he had the chance to shine. I don't know. That's probably true. But it causes the aftermath. Not only the memes are flying. Timberlake was like sent out a tweet and said he's inspired he was inspired by it. One of these shines told him to shut the hell up and said <laughs> You're the one main one guilty of cultural appropriation. <laughs> so Justin had it clap back at him, and it, it, it caused mayhem. And Justin ended up <laughs> apologizing, copping pleas. And this is another thing. It's not with his cultural appropriation, man. Just I, I don't know where you got that from, man. It's not like he, you, he can't do soul music because he's white just because y'all don't do soul music no more y'all call it trap soul and it's all this other crap just because he stick it stick it to with the uh, the bread and butter the tried and true and y'all flipped it don't mean he can't do it no more and if you ask me he he do it better than some of y'all and that's why y'all hating it's it my <laughs> people are something else man y'all gotta stop Y'all gotta stop. Justin just gave the guy some props and said he was inspired by it. And you can hear y'all go talking that dumb crap, man. It's always the shines, man. It It's always the shines, man. It wasn't even necessary. You had to go at him. You can't be inspired to God's words. Y'all claim y'all want allies. But then when somebody try to be ally, y'all... y'all you, Y'all shot him. Y'all shot him down and accuse him of culture appropriation. Man, shine, please, man. Y'all gotta get out. Stop with that. If if you can do it right, like Adele and, and Timberlake, then you're not culture appropriation. You're part of the culture. You know what I'm saying? You guys don't even rap no more. So I don't even know what. Like, if you want to break it down, you guys, you. You guys screw up your, your your culture. Whether whether the man is help making y'all do that or not, that's a different story. But y'all twist and, and, and dilute your culture. You, you're singing, so you don't even got R and B singers no more. 
like Jennifer Hudson went out there and, and blew it down. I was like, damn, girl. That's, that's a fine little sister right there. But she can also sing. Classic style of R&B. She don't get no props. She ain't platinum. Y'all don't respect a good artist. So, but y'all going to ride on Timberlake. I don't care what y'all say, man. He get a pass for me. He, he made Cry Me a River. He got a forever pass for me, man. Cause that was the hardest draw ever. You, <laughs> you ever been done dirty by a girl, man? You played Cry Me a River, man. Yo, well, please. But anyway, Timberlake just caught hell, man. And it was it was it was unnecessary. It was it was downright corny, man. I I mean, sick. <laughs> It was embarrassing, man. You, you guys cry for allies, and then you you try to shoot the allies, and and then you cry this fucking this goddamn culture appropriation. Leave the culture appropriation alone. When y'all stop wearing weaves, when y'all stop stop <laughs> appropriating everything the man gave y'all in this country, then you can talk about some culture culture appropriation, man. It, it's <laughs> just stop, man. If they can do it right. They can do it right. If they can't, then you can get them out the paint. But if they they respectable at their craft, y'all gotta leave it alone. You gotta you gotta just chalk that up as a loss, man. Nobody's nobody's trying to hear that shit no more. I'm dead ass. I'm dead serious. <laughs> also gotta talk about this the board designer, man. Man, I got he made his hot single. I don't know. I don't know how high it got in the Billboard charts. It might have got number one. I don't. Know. I got hoes in Atlanta, girls in Atlanta, whatever. This guy went out there and did the hook in, in the one verse like three times in a row, jumping around, acting like a fool, jumping, throwing the, his mic up in the air, alley ooping, alley ooping the mic to himself, look like a damn fool. And this is what is, and he's got the hottest single of the year. Man, listen. You gotta stop, man. <laughs> this is, and this goes back to y'all let this slide, but you don't call somebody on culture appropriation. If this guy ain't culture, he need designer need to get kicked out the culture. He need to be kicked out the culture. He trash. Garbage. He bit future whole flow. Like, come on, man. How are you going to future still be hot? And we got the, all these imitation futures coming out. And this guy, another imitation future, <clears throat> end up getting a hit. And he on BET Awards. Come on, man. Stop. Please stop. Can somebody please save hip-hop, man? Somebody please. Somebody please save hip hop. Somebody please save R and B, man. Bryson Tiller, the R and B artist of the year. That's R and B, trap R and B, trap and B. I don't know what he calls it. He get he's got a new definition for it. <clears throat> y'all y'all catch his loss, man. It was I was so embarrassed. to watch the designer, man. I'm like, come on, man. You guys, you got y'all gotta be kidding me, man. Anyway, um, that was it. It was pretty good. Beyonce and Kendrick came out in the beginning, but I missed that part. 
Kendrick came out with his backup dancer, Beyonce. <laughs> And she 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 got on a jet to England and went to a show. She, she said she had to go to a show. She wait until next week. Cats <laughs> is so ignorant, man. You know Beyonce get a pass on that. So, but respect her for coming out and doing her. I mean, doing her show. I mean, you know she had she had an album up, come out this year, so you know she had to plug the album. So it is what it is. I'm gonna talk briefly on Kyrie Irving. You know, man, to hit the shot. I talked about the NBA final last the uh, other podcast, but I didn't get real too into it about Kyrie. But man, he hit the essentially the game winning three on Steph Curry's eye. They had the uh, they had the parade in Cleveland. It was like a million people out there, man. Like Cleveland only got three hundred thousand some people in it. <laughs> it was like a million. Everybody in Ohio went to that that uh. uh a championship parade. So respect to Cleveland, but Kyrie had these had these shine these akatas up in arms. A little video came out of him at celebrating. And him and him and J.R. Smith they they haven't put the shirt on since since they won the title. Since they won the title, they didn't put the shirt on since. But Kyrie was on a boat, rented out a yacht, had nothing but snow buddies on it. <laughs> Oh man, and as usual, if you know the black community, like I said, this is what tells you the sisters run the black community. Because you know the brothers ain't gonna say nothing about it. The brothers gonna be look, <laughs> brothers gonna be looking like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean they might they roll their eyes, they were like, yeah, yeah, you know I mean some, some people are like, yeah, yeah get get it, Kyrie, you know what I mean, but they ain't gonna say nothing. But you know the sisters gonna start hating, and they started hating bad. Then you got the simps that came out and tried to say, oh, he's off my top. I seen people say he's off my top five because he don't got, he ain't no sisters at his yacht party. Man, I didn't want, I, I wanted to so bad to reach right, reach right into Twitter and slap the, the, the piss out of that guy for saying that. It was a, a black man that said that at that. Oh, man, come on, man. It's the current year. 2016, <laughs> and we here we go about crying about white men and black men or white men and black women <laughs> like it means something. There's so other so much stuff that goes on that I I would think that's acceptable. You guys accept everything else, but you won't accept <laughs> that, <laughs> and th- that shows the reason why. Because that competition between this the, the two feet the two the two females of the different races. I'm not gonna go too far into that. But obviously there's to be competition because that's just how women are. So I mean, you know women are competitive. Like easiest get a easiest way to get a a woman is to have a woman. But uh <laughs> there was one sister on the boat. It looked like she was in her phone. She wasn't even dancing. All the other girls, all the snow buddies, was dancing. Black girl on her phone. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so I mean, oh man, 
Y'all went crazy over that, man. I mean, he the champ, man. He got ring protection, man. You can't, you can't say nothing about that, man. You can't say nothing about it. Then y'all bring up, oh, he went to Duke and all this, that, and the third. I'm like, come on, man. Duke's one of the highest. What does Duke got to do with anything, man? I mean, shoot, there ain't no sisters to go to Duke. That don't mean nothing. One of the most uh, highly accredited colleges in this country. And he only went there for a hot minute. He went for one year. He played 13 games. Acting like he was there for a whole. Come on, man. Stop it. Just stop it. Excuse me. Guys got guys got cut that out, man. It's like y'all want. Now, if you ask the black man to ask uh, well, the women to act a certain way, you won't you you won't hear the end of it. You'd be like, "Don't police us! Don't police our women! Don't police our bodies!" This, that, and the third. And this is a prime example of them trying to police black men for doing what 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 he want to do. Hey, sometimes you got to chalk the loss up for a loss. There's plenty, there's somebody out here for everybody. God made somebody out here for everybody. So don't even worry about it. You know what I mean? So, uh, salute to Kyrie Irving. That shot, like you, like, I don't hit best of that shot, man. He caught, did a little bit between the legs, dribbled and pulled up in Curry's eye, man. Come on, that was disgusting, man. It did him dirty, boy. Did him dirty. So, respect to Kyrie, man. He an NBA champ and, uh, if you want to party with them snow bunnies, man, just, hey, party with them snow bunnies, man. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to finish, I wanted to finish up and talk about, this is leading about talking about black men, talking about black masculinity. Black masculinity is under attack. It's under siege. It's being threatened. They want to make it extinct. Every article you see in these black magazines, these ebonies, these these roots, these Huffington Posts, attacks black masculinity, saying, "Oh, you have memes talking about with mothers trying to critique, get on their son for crying and calling him and weak and pussy, and, and saying it's wrong and you can't raise men that way because." You, you're, we're raising men to stifle their feelings, and when they grow up, they don't know how how to handle their feelings. That's why there's so much crime. Blah blah bodies. It's because these men don't know how to handle their feelings when they're coming up. You should be able to express their feelings. If they want to wear makeup, they can wear makeup. If you can wear want to wear a dress, let them wear dresses. You're we're making our men too masculine. If you don't believe me. Look up any of these black magazines and black uh, internet pages. That's the the crux of how they're trying to treat black masculinity in in the current year of our Lord 2016. Now, mind you, there's no other race of men that they attack like this. None. White men know. His Mexican men know, Indian, East Indian men know, and Native American Indians know, Asian men know. And you don't see ever get them called hypermasculine. But you see the black man get called hypermasculine in a minute. Oh, you're hypermasculine. Oh, you're homophobic. Oh, you're hypermasculine. Oh, this, that, and the third. 
if you ask me, the black man is in, in danger of being the masculinity being extinct. <clears throat> That's how far you guys got him under uh, under your thumb, and how how far these simp's have gone. And then, but then you'll attack a man's masculinity. For what reason? I don't know. Because if y'all was, these are the same people that will say it's over, okay for men, to, black men to wear dresses and wear whatever they want and be as feminine as they want. Okay, if you're saying that's okay, then the opposite has to be true. If it's if it's okay to be as feminine as a man can be. Whether that's overtly feminine or that's not for anyone to say, like y'all say, then it's not y'all for to say a man is over overly masculine. There's two peds in a pod. There's two ends of the spectrum. You can't say one is not okay and the other is okay. Stop trying to please black men's masculinity. Let's stop it. If a man wants to toughen his son up and or a mother wants to toughen his son up because he knows the world is out here harsh, let them do it. That's what we need. Where was this attack on black masculinity when the Black Panthers was walking the street? When they had the black leathers on. When they had the shoddies. When they had the puffy afros. When they had the bandolier shotgun shells with with a with a, a with a necktie. On the steps of the courthouse. Was it hyper masculine then? What was this attack on black masculinity when the NOI was in, in his heyday? Or Malcolm had these guys dressed up in a team, marching in formation. Fruit of Islam. Where, where was that mas- attack on masculinity? What was wrong with masculinity then? There was nothing wrong with it. Y'all take what these white liberals tell y'all to do and y'all run with it. And y'all destroying yourselves in the process. I don't see how you shines can't see it. Men and women are different. They complement each other. Not only physically, but emotionally. Y'all raise the want to raise the women as masculine as possible, and then we're gonna raise the, the men as feminine as possible. What sense does that make shines? Y'all really bumped your head out here. Y'all make me sick, man. For real, for real. I also want to add, I went to uh I finally seen Dr. Umar this weekend. He had a, a thing on Sunday. Actually, I went to Dr. C. Umar before I went to the uh, before I watched the uh, BET Awards. He was down in Wilmington. I didn't stay for his whole speech. I, was, I, I think I list, listened to him about forty-five minutes, close to an hour. But he's good stuff, man. I, I mean, if you ever if he's ever around, it was a free. It was a, in the park. It was a free event. It wasn't. And no plenty about parking. I, I mean, I gave. I bought a T-shirt. I bought his books. I, I put some money. I mean. Buy black, you know what I mean? Did do did my buy black thing. But I mean, I know he gets catches a lot of slack. Everybody's calling him a fraud. Where's the school at? Where's the school at? Granted, these people never donated it to him for the school. 
and and granted i don't think he's raised the four million he said he needed whatever but if he didn't even raise the school i from what i listened to in that speech he did enough he's doing enough by doing this this college circuit these uh the summer circuit, these speaking circuits, he does. Y'all, y'all will go to these party fa- party flyers. People go twerk, <laughs> twerk flyers. These stripper club flyers. But now you want to be a conscious flyer, and, and and there's something wrong with it. Have black speakers. He wasn't only black speakers. He gives other people a chance to speak. He gives vendors a a chance to sell their wares. Uh, give a chance. I mean, you know, you know, black folks was cooking in the park. You know, what I mean, they was had that good food out there. Them platters was them platters was in abundance. I don't catch why you hate. I mean, he's another brother. They 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 try to say he's quote masculine, homophobic, whatever. He keeps it one hundred cent a buck. He keeps it a buck. In in the in the in the tradition. Of our elders, you know what I mean? You, you, this is, if you want to look at it real, if you take from, um, like, the people from the 60s and 70s, you know, you know what I mean, the Malcolms, the Martins, the Khalid Muhammads, the natural progression would be somebody like Dr. Umar. You know what I'm saying? Just because the white man ain't backing him, like the DeRays and the Nettas, this is what you would think the natural progression of we uh, would be an Afrocentric uh, 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 tradition. The Marcus Garvey's, you know what I'm saying? The Booker T's. Something his the way he's talking about. Put the onus on ourselves. Of course, he's going to say what <clears throat> obstacles the quote unquote man, the racism is putting in front of us. But he don't focus on that. He focuses on ourselves because he knows only our only us can solve it so i enjoy myself down there if he goes if he comes around again to like a local town uh, i'm gonna try to go see him um i i would uh and i, re- I would recommend him I, I think he he has a good message i i'd, I'd recommend him. i don't see the hate um people call fraud people he block people on twitter i mean hey i mean <laughs> it goes how it goes but uh compared to like when we got out there, if you if you asking me to choose between Netta and DeRay and Dr. Umar, I'm choosing Dr. Umar. Now, everybody has faults. Nobody's perfect. But I'm just telling you who I'm choosing. All right, I'm going to wrap this up, man. This is episode 14. Um, like I said, I'm on iTunes, man. Just search Uncle Hotep's podcast. If you guys can do me a, 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 a solid, give me a, a, a rating or, or and a review on iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, and I appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, like, please follow me on Twitter at Handy Mayhem. And uh, uh, I also got a YouTube page out there. So uh, please uh, like and subscribe to my YouTube page and uh, share my videos, man, if you like what you, like what you hear. All right, you guys enjoy yourselves. Peace.